Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Spin Class. We're talking politics. I'm your host, Michael Fragan, here on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. And thanks for joining us here on a Thursday morning post-debate, post-Republican debate. These debates, how entertaining are they? It's just really incredible. Uh, really some money lines from last night. Going to recap the debate quickly. I want to jump right in also to uh, what we have as a feature for this morning. In the suburbs, in Nassau County, we have two Orthodox candidates running against each other in my home neighborhood of the five towns and elsewhere. But uh, very, very uh, interesting race. We're going to jump into that. And remember, Tuesday is Election Day, Tuesday, November 3rd. I know everybody's looking towards November 3rd of 2016. That's the big enchilada. But actually, Tuesday, this Tuesday, November 3rd, 2015, is Election Day. Please make sure you go out and vote. There are races going on uh, throughout the state, in the city, special elections, uh, some very key ones uh, going on in various places. So uh, let's just jump right into things because we have our first guest on the line already. Howard Coppell is a Lawrence resident, uh, president of Sutton Alliance and founder, a lawyer in the real estate uh, business, title insurance business, successful businessman, and a county legislator for the last couple of years and part of, and running as a Republican, Republican conservative, independence, tax revolt. He's got multiple lines. That's what we do here in New York. Howard, welcome to Spin Class. Uh, good morning, Michael. Good morning, Howard. So you're running for re-election, and I guess the big question when somebody runs for re-election is, why do you want to do this again? What are you looking forward to? So give the audience out there a quick uh, understanding of who you are and uh, why you're running again. Well, I didn't get into politics until pretty late. Uh, and uh, the reason I got into it is because uh, the... It was time to do something back for the community. I'd been uh, I'd been taking from a uh, a wonderful community for a very long time, and I was hoping that I could put my experience, my business experience, to use. Uh, I'm very pleased that I've been able to accomplish some really good things. It's kind of behind the scenes. It's kind of esoteric. Uh, we've been able to virtually eliminate the borrowing that Nassau County has been. Uh, uh, doing to the tune of a hundred million dollars a year, it's it's really wrecked uh, Nassau's financing. Uh, we've come up, I've come up with a uh, plan which was passed in the legislature, passed uh, in the state legislature, enab enabling it, and uh, that reforms the commercial system, and uh, uh, it's going to eliminate that. That's going to make uh, a huge difference. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the local papers called it uh, uh, the most significant fiscal reform in uh, Nassau history. I'm hoping to continue that. Okay, so Howard, this race, and the reason we're talking about this race in the show, we primarily talk about politics from a Jewish angle, and I know that you don't run as the Orthodox candidate, but you were a trailblazer in a sense that you were an Orthodox Jew, got elected to Nassau County Legislature. I think you were the first one. And now another Orthodox Jew is running against you from the same community or the neighboring community of Cedarhurst. Uh, is there some dynamic to the race with regard to that? Is this the, in the Nassau County Legislature, considered the Jewish seat, the Orthodox seat? I know you might not see it that way, but maybe you can comment for a second on that dynamic. Well, from my point of view, uh, there is no dynamic. I'm very happy to have uh, uh, the support of my neighbors because I'm in the Frum community. I, I, I've lived here for, uh, for many, many years, uh, going on three decades. And uh, these are my friends. These are my neighbors. It's where I live. So, of course, I'm, I'm uh, very happy to have uh, the support I wanted. Uh, but uh, it's, it's most, mostly not a, not a from neighborhood, from district, and it's mostly not even a Jewish district. It's, uh, I would say, primarily Catholic. Uh, 
uh, Irish Catholic, Italian Catholic, and uh, and uh, a mosaic of other people. So when you get elected, uh, you really want to represent everybody, and it's important to represent everyone. Uh, you don't want to be pigeonholed. It's 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 it actually would be a chol Hashem, I think, if if people perceived you as representing only the Jewish interests. It's not it's not the right way to go. Yeah, I totally, couldn't agree more, and I think that that's certainly the right you know attitude. Uh, you know when. People view the Orthodox, uh, particularly Orthodox elected officials, as excessively parochial. I think that couldn't be further from the case. I think many of them throughout the state and you know the New York State and elsewhere kind of bend over backwards to to do exactly what you say and to be uh, inclusive like that. Uh, now today the is the third anniversary of Sandy, the, uh, uh, and uh, and clearly Sandy it was a uh, you know a hundred year storm, whatever you want to call it. It was a momentous event, an incredible uh, and put incredible damage and devastation to the community and brought devastation to the um, uh, to you know many of your neighbors uh, now what is you know many have complained about the slow pace although that's a lot of that is is primarily in New York City but even in Nassau County we've had that and we still have a, a, uh, a wastewater treatment plant a sewage plant that's still uh, under functioning post Sandy there are there I imagine there's work left to do and is that you know tell us a little bit about what uh, what your plans are uh, to build back after Sandy? Well, Sandy was a uh, was certainly a disaster for many many people. It was horrible to watch. Uh, uh, I was actually stuck out of town. I uh, couldn't get back for a few days. But when I got back, of course, we dived into it and uh, visited a lot of people. I actually rode some of the garbage trucks. I was whatever. I mean, everybody helped. Uh, it's 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 it was a wonderful thing to see. It was a kiddushim in our community. Uh, the other communities uh, as well. Everybody responded. It was a beautiful thing. Now, the uh, the wastewater plant. It's 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 an unglamorous thing, uh, but uh, somehow, even though it was destroyed, uh, you might look at it as, as as a bit of a backhand blessing in disguise because we got a lot of federal money and a lot of state money. The plant is being rebuilt. Uh, it's going to be a state of the art plant. Nobody should ever have to uh, have. Uh, noxious fumes coming into their backyard, into their homes, where they have to stay the entire uh, summer with their windows closed. That's awful. They can't use their backyards. Uh, that's what it was like for the people living near there. It's not near the Orthodox areas at all. Uh, but again, uh, so that doesn't matter. Uh, it's still an important issue. It's an important issue for the entire county. Uh, uh, it's, it's been fouling the waters uh, all over uh, South Shore. It's 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 a big problem now. What's what's your number one priority for the next two years, Howard? Well, I think the one priority is to continue uh, is to continue besides serving the local residents, and that's the most uh, satisfying thing. I think that the, uh, the the largest priority is to make sure that the taxes stay low, which is very hard. We haven't uh, I haven't voted for a tax raise uh, ever, and uh, of course it it becomes more difficult as time goes on because costs go up and the state uh, is discriminating against Long Island in terms of the um, money coming in and money going out. It's, it's, it's a big problem. And in terms of unfunded mandates that the state imposes on us, 
But uh, I've, I've done a lot of that. I think I'm known in the legislature for doing for working on the fiscal issue. Uh, the Democrats uh, work well with me. I think that uh, I might be one of the more popular uh, members of the uh, Republican delegation among the Democratic delegation. I, you know, I, I work at it. That can so be a bad thing these continue. days. Uh, bring, you know, think, they, they, uh, people out uh, there. I, I heard last night people are criticized. You know, the Republican debate. People are criticized for working well with Democrats. Well, that's foolish. You have to work well. As a matter of fact, I go out of my way. I, every every year before Pesach, I bring them a big box of hand shmura matzah. They love it. Uh, it's a treat. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm always I, that's a, you know it's a great phenomenon because I've worked in politics and government too. I'm always amazed how much non-Jews love shmura matzah. Yeah, it's, isn't it's that incredible. something? And you know that the oh, we dread it. We, we we sit around and say, oh, I got to eat matzah for eight days, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna have matzah. Yeah. They love it. They lo- and it tastes a lot better than the than the machine stuff that they're used to whenever they eat it. Uh, but they uh, actually one time adjourned the legislature for Shabbos because uh, even though they could have done something without me, they refused to go on. Uh, it, it, it's an interesting dynamic. Right. Very good. So last question for you, Howard. I know your time is short, and uh, since we moved to this, this program to a half hour, our time is short. But uh, anything about that? I've received, obviously, I'm in the district. I've received a lot of mail, and uh, some of these mail pieces, I would consider, I'm going to ask your opponent about this afterward, but some of these sure. mail pieces, I think, are rather are nasty and, and rather personal. Uh, you know, are you upset with the tone of the race? And, um, you know, especially since it's an intra-community race in a, in a certain sense, I alluded to before, are you upset with the tone? Well, yes, I'm very disappointed, let's say that. Uh, I hope that my pieces haven't been nasty. Uh, and uh, to, to the, we've, we've tried to stay positive. As a matter of fact, when uh, my opponent uh, was nominated, I actually called her on the phone. I gave her my cell phone number. I said, Mazel Tov, and I hope we have a really nice conversation. Uh, and uh, it, it's moved rapidly to a very nasty thing. Also, that it's intentionally misleading people. She slaps people to... Uh, uh, to a uh, to a so-called rally, she's invited people today to uh, come to the legislature to protest an imaginary casino in the five towns. It's not happening. It never was planned for the five towns. It's just, and she knows it because it's been announced in front of her nose. I was standing there and announced it. It is not happening, and yet she persists in frightening people and rabble rousing. I don't understand it. It's not the right way to do things. It's uh, the right way to do things is to debate on matters of policy, not to call people corrupt because without without any slight basis. I mean, I God, I hope I'm not corrupt. Right. Uh, and yet that's so, Callan, what, uh, last last question, one word answer for you. Who won last night's debate on the Republican side? Aye, aye, aye. Christie, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, good answer. He had a great, he had some great lines. Fantastic. Howard Coppell, county legislature for the Nassau County Seventh District, uh, running for re-election in the five towns: Oceanside, uh, Rockville Center, and and the environs. Thanks for joining us here on Spin Class. Thank you, Michael. And uh, this is Spin Class. Uh, we're talking politics here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I want to welcome to the conversation Tova Plout, uh, the Democrat running for, also for county legislature, a resident of Cedarhurst, mother, uh, school board trustee in the Lawrence School District, community activist. Tova, thanks for joining us here on Spin Class. Thanks, Michael. Thank you so much for having me here today. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about the Nassau County government. 
Okay, well, great. So let's dive right into things. I'm not going to ask you who you who you like in the Republican debate because that probably wouldn't be fair. Uh, but but one thing I did notice, and looking at a lot of your signs in particular, is that on every sign I see of Howard Coppell's, it says Republican. Or uh, and I don't see on your signs specifically that you're not some of your signs yes, but some of your signs no uh, that you're running as a Democrat. Are you running away from the label of the Democratic Party? Absolutely not. But I do have a firm belief that local government is local, and it's not always about the party, it's about the person who's representing you. So while you may not see it on all my signs, I'm very proud to be who I am and what I stand for. Okay, well, absolutely. So let's just, uh, I asked Howard the same question about the dynamic of the race, and one of the reasons we're having on this show is not just because I know you both, but because it's an orthodox versus orthodox uh, race, and which is unusual in the suburbs. I'm not sure that it's actually taken place in, in, uh, in outside of New York City or outside of, uh, you know, maybe places like Lakewood. Uh, but what is, what is the... Have you gotten any brushback or blowback from people in the community saying, why are you running against another member of the Orthodox community? I haven't heard that. What I've heard more is that people are very excited to have somebody running that, is actually, that actually cares about our community, that takes an active role in making things better for us, that is interested in doing the right thing for our community from the get-go and not waiting to hear you know, big opposition from the community before making a decision. I've always been a person who steps up from the start when something important comes up. And I think people appreciate that. So let's get specific. What are your plans? You, you get elected for two, you know, for two-year term. In those two years, what do you think that you can accomplish as a county legislator? legislator? <laughs> well, I believe that uh, the first and foremost thing that we need to do in Athens County is to fix our corruption and our transparency issues. I mean, we need to bring honesty back to local government, to all government, but I can start here with the local. There is a real corruption problem here in Nassau County. We know it. We're reading about it in the newspapers every single day. And we need to bring uh, some good people back into government who are actually dedicated to our community, who are working for the best interests of everybody here. And that is the most important thing about the county government today. Um, I'd also like to see us fight uh, the crime waves that we're seeing alongside the police to do a better job in making sure that our communities are safe for our children, that our cars are not broken into on a daily basis, that the heroin um, epidemic that we're now seeing uprising in Nassau County is, uh, is, is controlled so that we uh, have a safe place for our children and our grandchildren to grow up. Well, let's just talk about corruption for a second, because I, I, I'm getting your mail, and I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, okay, this is getting pretty nasty and pretty personal pretty soon. And you know, look, maybe the, the mail doesn't come directly from you. It comes from the Nassau County Democratic Committee. But in effect, you're calling, uh, you're calling your opponent corrupt. Uh, you're saying that there's, there's a corruption issue, an honesty issue. Do you have – are there specific – are there specifics? Because I don't see any, I, I, you know, I know your opponent, and I just don't see that label uh, sticking to him. And it's a little bit, um, you know, some people might be troubled by the idea of throwing out a wholesale allegation of corruption without any specifics. So I, I appreciate that you asked that question. You should know that our, my opponent is the chair of the Budget Review Committee and the Rules Committee. If he was doing his due diligence and making sure that everything was kosher, so to say, we wouldn't have this corruption in Nassau County. So while you... Well, what you know, corruption well, are you talking about, Tova? Just to just be specific. What's the, well, what's the specific we'll go, corruption? We'll go to the contracts that are under $25,000 that are going to friends and family that we don't need. Un, un, 
I, 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 you know, these are unsolicited bids that are going out to people. This is costing the taxpayers money, and it's raising our taxes. There's a lack of review of these contracts. There's, um, there's zero, zero legislative review on these contracts. We need to make a change in Nassau County to make sure that there's better transparency and that we are not um, just sending out our money to, to, as political favors because that's costing me and you a lot of money. Uh, certainly. I, I, there's no question in my mind that corruption is a, is a feature of, of governments and, you know, there's, there's you know, real corruption and graft and then there's kind of the latent corruption that exists, you know, through uh, government inaction or willful ignorance, I think, and I think that's possibly what you're alluding to. Uh, and in Nassau County, it's been an issue for a long time. Uh, you actually got the endorsement of Newsday, which is a which is the you know the paper here on Long Island. Uh, tell us a little bit about that endorsement, and you know you feel um, you know, but Newsday reflexively, at least in my experience, goes for the Democrat unless there's a Republican they really like. Uh, you know, do you think that that is going to resonate within uh, within the community? First of all, I'm very proud of the Newsday editorial endorsement. Newsday does a lot of background uh, checks and a lot of, they, a lot of information and research goes into their endorsements. They don't give it lightly. And I, uh, I, I am really proud of the fact that they were able to look at my record and my, my well, they, it may, the exact quote would be fighter's spark. I mean, they really understand that my job, my, my commitment to the community is to be active and to be an active and proactive member of the community to protect the people who live here. And I think that that's um, an amazing thing. Nassau County is desperate for change. We have so much corruption going on that that we need to make make a difference here. And there's a lot of fiscal responsibility as well. As chair of our budget review committee, my opponent is overseeing that fiscal responsibility. We're 3.4, closing it on $4 billion of debt. We're borrowing money every single year. This is a problem, and it's costing us, and eventually this is going to catch up to us. We need to fix it now. So what's one thing that you, would go, that you think you could accomplish? Give me one, your highest priority, aside from fixing the corruption, I'm saying, but a specific, uh, specific issue over the next two years that you're going to that you think that you can accomplish, not just start, not just talk about, but you think you can actually fix. Okay, so I, I would, I'm actually going to say two things. I think the safety of our community is priority number one, especially here in the five towns, since this is a, a, a show that is uh, designed to really to speak to the five towns voters. We have an issue of safety here that we all know that we, we face every single day, and we need to make sure that this community is kept safe. Um, and these are things, there are definitely ways that we can um, uh, to make that better. I mean, I, I personally, I have had two, my car, two of my cars are broken into just a few weeks ago on the same night. It, this is not something we want to live with. So I would like to work with the police to make this a safer, safer environment for us. The other thing is I would like to see full legislative review of contracts. We're not seeing that right now. And I think with, with um, proper review, we can actually make Nassau County a more affordable place for us to live so the end affordable for our children and our grandchildren to stay here so that our families can stay together. Okay, Tova Plout, challenger, Democrat, running for county legislature in the 7th District, uh, an uh, Orthodox Jewish mother uh, running against an Orthodox Jewish father and grandfather uh, in an interesting dynamic here on the south shore of Long Island. Thanks for joining us here on Spin Class, and uh, we wish you best of luck uh, on Tuesday. 
Thank you again, Michael, for having me. It was really a pleasure. Have a great uh, day. Definitely. We'll have you, hopefully we'll have you back in the future no matter what happens. So great. this is Spin Class, and let's, uh, let's get into the recap, folks. Uh, first of all, uh, just one thing that has to be noted, and I know it's Nassau County-centric, but anyway, this is the last comment, is the New York Daily News has essentially decided to not just endorse the Democrat uh, running for Nassau County DA, which is one of the highest profile races in New York uh, this uh, this coming Tuesday, uh, Madeline Singus. But they've literally got tried. I've decided to go after Kate Murray, who is uh, currently a town supervisor running for DA, uh, who, you know, they accuse of being woefully unqualified, uh, spectacularly unqualified, I think, uh, because she just has no uh criminal experience and no DA experience. and But they've not only just gone after her and said, because she gave an, what it seems to be an absolutely atrocious interview uh, to their editorial board, they've decided to go after an editorial today to go after Rudy Giuliani for endorsing Kate Murray and saying that he is promoting somebody who is incredibly unqualified. I haven't seen that kind of thing before. You know, it's one thing, okay, you make an endorsement, and then you go ahead and the newspaper editorial board decides to write an editorial about how bad the interview was. That's unusual. But then to go ahead on top of that, to then decide to go and be, go after the endorsers of that candidate, that's extraordinary. And uh, it's, it's really... I'm not sure what the New York Daily News editorial board is trying to get, um, you know, to get at, but it's, it's, it's quite incredible. Okay, Republican debate last night. Uh, entertainment, no question. Fantas- uh, really great entertainment, great TV, great theater. Uh, w- the one thing, obviously, is that the moderators lost control right away. Uh, I don't think John Harwood was. I, he just was incredibly bad as a moderator in a sense that he kept interrupting. He really was just his partisan edge really showed. And, you know, we kind of expect that many of the, that, that, that many of people in the news media lean Democrat, but to have such a partisan edge in the sense that you're going to interrupt people, you're going to ask these gotcha questions. They weren't really policy questions. They said they wanted to talk about the economy. They didn't talk about policy. Really? I mean, a couple questions. They started off strong. They started off strong by asking Carson and Trump about their economic plans and saying they were pie in the sky. And everybody knows that. But then they went into all these gotcha questions. And I will tell you, though, the, the incredible moment for me was the fact that after asking these gotcha questions, you didn't have the information in front of you. Because Becky Quick, she went ahead and asked Trump, why did you knock Mark Zuckerberg over, uh, over visas for the technology uh, industry? And he said, well, I didn't. But he did. And she didn't have it in front of her. She says, well, what was I reading? It was, it was an incredible moment where the moderator just couldn't. Uh, couldn't go ahead and and handle that. Anyway, just as far as you know, what happens? Um, you know, Christie kind of said it best that when he said John Harwood, even New Jersey, what you're saying is called rude. Um, the uh, John Harwood had a good line. I think if the is this the comic book version of a presidential campaign? And then Jeb Bush, I think, stole the show in a bad way uh, by saying, "Find me a Democrat that would cut spending ten dollars. I'll give him a warm kiss." Not the visual or the audio, even that I want to be left with after a uh, uh, after. A, there's no question. Many people out there are saying Rubio and Cruz 
won the debate. Uh, but interestingly, in the final talk times, when you when you when you got it down, and that's really the, what people see, and there were some uh, focus groups afterward that talked about it. Carly Fiorina got ten minutes and thirty two seconds. She was number one as far as talking is concerned, and many people thought she had a great debate. Uh, looking this morning, Rubio ten minutes ten seconds, Kasich nine minutes forty two seconds, Trump nine minutes twenty six seconds. Trump was not the center of attention. Christie. 8 minutes, 31 seconds. Huckabee, 7 minutes, 39 seconds. Cruz, 7 minutes, 34 seconds. Carson, 7 minutes, 2 seconds. Bush, 6 minutes, 39 seconds. Rand Paul, 6 minutes, 15 seconds. If you look, Bush kind of had this thing. He had to do better than Rubio. He had to outclass Rubio. He clearly didn't. Rubio totally took him to the cleaners. And Rubio spoke a full 4 minutes, 4 minutes more than Jeb Bush. Uh, the, if they're in the same lane, going for the same voters and going competing in Florida... I got to tell you, Marco Rubio is eating Jeb Bush's breakfast, lunch, and dinner right now. Uh, Jeb Bush needs to do something spectacular, really momentous, in order to save his campaign, and it's not happening right now. I didn't see it last night. Mo more low energy, and the establishment has got to be wondering whether they're betting on the wrong horse. Thanks for joining us here Thursday morning on Spin Class. See you next week.